0: volume two part two chapter two of the ingenious gentleman don quixote of la mancha by miguel de cervantes Saavedra, translated by john ormsby eighteen twenty nine to eighteen ninety five this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine volume two part two chapter two which treats of the notable altercation which sancho panza had with don quixote's niece and housekeeper together with other droll matters the history relates that the outcry don quixote the curate and the barber heard came from the niece and the housekeeper exclaiming to sancho who was striving to force his way in to see don quixote while they held the door against him what does the vagabond want in this house be off to your own brother for it is you and no one else that delude my master and lead him astray and take him tramping about the country to which sancho replied devil's own housekeeper it is i who am deluded and led astray and taken tramping about the country and not thy master he has carried me all over the world and you are mightily mistaken he enticed me away from home by a trick promising me an island which i am still waiting for may evil islands choke thee thou detestable sancho said the niece what are islands is it something to eat glutton and gormandizer that thou art it is not something to eat replied sancho but something to govern and rule and better than four cities or four judgeships at court for all that said the housekeeper you don't enter here you bag of mischief and sack of knavery go govern your house and dig your seed patch and give over looking for islands or shylands the curate and the barber listened with great amusement to the words of the three but don quixote uneasy lest sancho should blab and blurt out a whole heap of mischievous stupidities and touch upon points that might not be altogether to his credit called to him and made the other two hold their tongues and let him come in sancho entered and the curate and the barber took their leave of don quixote of whose recovery they despaired when they saw how wedded he was to his crazy ideas and how saturated with the nonsense of his unlucky chivalry. And said the curate to the barber, You will see, Gossip, that when we are least thinking of it, our gentleman will be off once more for another flight. I have no doubt of it, returned the barber, but I do not wonder so much at the madness of the knight as at the simplicity of the squire, who has such a firm belief in all that about the island that I suppose all the exposures that could be imagined would not get it out of his head. God help them, said the curate, and let us be on the lookout to see what comes of all these absurdities of the knight and squire for it seems as if they both had been cast in the same mould and the madness of the master without the simplicity of the man would not be worth a farthing that is true said the barber and i should like very much to know what the pair are talking about at this moment i promise you said the curate the niece or the housekeeper will tell us by and by for they are not the ones to forget to listen meanwhile don quixote shut himself up in his room with sancho and when they were alone he said to him it grieves me greatly sancho that thou shouldst have said and sayest that i took thee out of thy cottage when thou knowest i did not remain in my house we sallied forth together we took the road together we wandered abroad together we have had the same fortune and the same luck if they blanketed thee once they belaboured me a hundred times and that is the only advantage i have of thee that was only reasonable replied sancho for by what your worship says misfortunes belong more properly to knights-errant than to their squires thou art mistaken sancho said don quixote according to the maxim quando caput dolet etc i don't understand any language but my own said sancho i mean to say said don quixote that when the head suffers all the members suffer and so being thy lord and master i am thy head and thou a part of me, as thou art my servant. And therefore any evil that affects or shall affect me should give thee pain, and what affects thee should give pain to me. It should be so, said Sancho. But when I was blanketed as a member, my head was on the other side of the wall, looking on while I was flying through the air, and did not feel any pain whatever. And if the members are obliged to feel the suffering of the head, it should be obliged to feel their sufferings dost thou mean to say now sancho said don quixote that i did not feel when they were blanketing thee if thou dost thou must not say so or think so for i felt more pain then in spirit than thou didst in body but let us put that aside for the present for we shall have opportunities enough for considering and settling the point tell me sancho my friend what do they say about me in the village here what do the common people think of me what do the hidalgos what do the caballeros what do they say of my valour of my achievements of my courtesy how do they treat the task i have undertaken in reviving and restoring to the world the now forgotten order of chivalry in short sancho i would have thee tell me all that has come to thine ears on this subject and thou art to tell me without adding anything to the good or taking away anything from the bad FOR IT IS THE DUTY OF LOYAL VASSALS TO TELL THE TRUTH TO THEIR LORDS JUST AS IT IS AND IN ITS PROPER SHAPE, NOT ALLOWING FLATTERY TO ADD TO IT, OR ANY IDLE DEFERENCE TO LESSEN IT. AND I WOULD HAVE THEE KNOW, SANCHO, THAT IF THE NAKED TRUTH UNDISGUISED BY FLATTERY CAME TO THE EARS OF PRINCES, TIMES WOULD BE DIFFERENT, AND OTHER AGES WOULD BE RECKONED IRON AGES MORE THAN OURS, WHICH I HOLD TO BE THE GOLDEN OF THESE LATTER DAYS. PROFIT BY THIS ADVICE, SANCHO and report to me clearly and faithfully the truth of what thou knowest touching what i have demanded of thee that i will do with all my heart master replied sancho provided your worship will not be vexed at what i say as you wish me to say it out in all its nakedness without putting any more clothes on it than it came to my knowledge in i will not be vexed at all returned don quixote thou mayest speak freely sancho and without any beating about the bush well then said he first of all i have to tell you that the common people consider your worship a mighty great madman and me no less a fool the hidalgos say that not keeping within the bounds of your quality of gentleman you have assumed the don and made a knight of yourself at a jump with four vine stocks and a couple of acres of land and never a shirt to your back the caballeros say that they do not want to have hidalgos setting up in opposition to them particularly squire hidalgos who polish their own shoes and darn their black stockings with green silk that said don quixote does not apply to me for i always go well dressed and never patched ragged i may be but ragged more from the wear and tear of arms than of time as to your worship's valour courtesy accomplishments and task there is a variety of opinions some say mad but droll others valiant but unlucky others courteous but meddling and then they go into such a number of things that they don't leave a whole bone either in your worship or in myself recollect Sancho said don quixote that wherever virtue exists in an eminent degree it is persecuted few or none of the famous men that have lived escaped being calumniated by malice julius caesar the boldest wisest and bravest of captains was charged with being ambitious and not particularly cleanly in his dress or pure in his morals of alexander whose deeds won him the name of great they say that he was somewhat of a drunkard of hercules him of the many labors it is said that he was lewd and luxurious of don galaor the brother of amadis of gaul it was whispered that he was over quarrelsome and of his brother that he was lacrimose so that o sancho amongst all these calumnies against good men mine may be let pass since they are no more than thou hast said that's just where it is body of my father is there more then asked don quixote there is the tail to be skinned yet said sancho all so far as cakes and fancy bread but if your worship wants to know all about the calumnies they bring against you i will fetch you one this instant who can tell you the whole of them without missing an atom for last night the son of bartholomew Carrasco, who has been studying at salamanca came home after having been made a bachelor and when i went to welcome him he told me that your worship's history is already abroad in books with the title of the ingenious gentleman don quixote of la mancha and he says they mentioned me in it by my own name of sancho panza and the lady dulcinea del toboso too and divers things that happened to us when we were alone so that i crossed myself in my wonder how the historian who wrote them down could have known them i promise thee sancho said don quixote the author of our history will be some sage enchanter for to such nothing that they choose to write about is hidden what said sancho a sage and an enchanter why the bachelor samson carrasco that is the name of him i spoke of says the author of the history is called Cide hamate that is a moorish name said don quixote maybe so replied sancho for i have heard say that the moors are mostly great lovers of berenguenas thou must have mistaken the surname of the cid which means in arabic lord sancho observed don quixote very likely replied sancho but if your worship wishes me to fetch the bachelor i will go for him in a twinkling thou wilt do me a great pleasure my friend said don quixote for what thou hast told me has amazed me and i shall not eat a morsel that will agree with me until i have heard all about it then i am off for him said sancho and leaving his master he went in quest of the bachelor with whom he returned in a short time and all three together they had a very droll colloquy end of volume two part two chapter two recording by expatriate in bangor maine